Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to another episode of uh, my podcast, um, Transform by Renewing Your Mind, a space where we come to talk about um, things that affect our lives and when we consciously become aware of them, they no longer actually have power to damage us or even make us unhappy. So today I'm going to be talking about, in this episode, a very rare topic, but again, it's common when you start reading about it and, you know, if you want to educate yourself about it more and you might actually start feeling that you are experiencing it or you know someone who is experiencing it and you might be able to help them and the topic today is imposter syndrome so i came across this topic because i started to feel some type of way and i mean i'm not gonna say this podcast is going to be all about me but i think that i've felt most of the things that um, other people feel so when I do search them and I find somebody else has been going through this pretty much the same thing so um, perhaps that is what has intrigued me to form a podcast for those people who don't have time to read and you can just plug in your earphones and just listen to what I might be sharing with you because I overcame it I came to know about it because it made me feel or think in a certain type of way and then it made me behave in a certain type of way but then knowing it actually I overpowered it and so it doesn't have control over me so imposter syndrome oh I did feel this for a long time it's just a feeling whereby you feel like somebody's asking you a question asking you what are you doing here or you ask yourself what am i doing here keep telling yourself that you don't belong you also keep telling yourself that seems like you are a total fraud or sooner or later everyone is going to find out about you and if you're in a job you're gonna lose it or if you're in a relationship your partner is going to leave you or people are going to find out about how your life is fake because you have been displaying this life. I mean, we shall talk further about how imposter syndrome might represent itself in our lives before we know it. So if you ever felt like an imposter at work or in a relationship or while you were growing up or with friends or with any relationship you are not alone because studies say that 62% people have experienced imposter syndrome and having those thoughts um, is not very uncommon and I just want to assure you that it's not a mental health disorder according to the um, you know 
the guidelines for when something is supposed to be termed as a mental health disorder. So this particular phenomenon, the imposter syndrome, is also called perceived fraudulence, whereby you think that you you don't believe in yourself. You've got personal incompetencies that you are not good enough or you're not experienced enough despite your your education or your experience or your accomplishments. So this imposter is to do with work. So this happens to people who are in very successful positions or very high-end positions in their work, in their career. They might start feeling that they may be cheated or it was just luck that they got where they are and they might not feel completely happy and they might be feeling that people might find out about them and then they'll ask them to leave. So we all have these feelings where we end up working harder and holding on to our highest standards because we feel that people might find out about us. And there is nothing wrong we have done. It's just that maybe you're used to the norm and you're carrying all this big responsibility of maybe in leadership or in management or you find yourself not lacking anything because your job is providing for you or you start having all these feelings. So so the pressure can take a toll on you and also on your emotions and well-being and hence your performance. So this is to do with work and literally just feels like you in a conflict between who you are and the way others perceive you. And even if others praise you, they talk about your talent or you, they write about your successes or anything good about you, you simply put it to luck. You don't actually believe you and this job you and this relationship you and this marriage or you and this amount of money you you think you didn't get things on your own merit you fear that others will also realize the same thing that you didn't get these things on merit so consequently you you feel the pressure and then you end up working yourself hard into exhaustion and then what happens? Because when you don't work, when you work harder without rest, you're going to be stressed. So keeping yourself in that position will um, make you feel even worse. So imposter syndrome will lead you to keep others from recognizing your shortcomings or failures you be more, um, you feel like you don't deserve to be where you are and you consider yourself, you know, you, you're not intelligent, you, you, you're not intelligent enough to be in that position and those feelings of guilt or you're tricking people into giving you this job or 
giving you that course at university was like you didn't deserve it so uh, it just works on only like that but so that's to do with work but how does imposter syndrome manifest itself in relationship and this is maybe why I need to talk about this because uh, I've had a lot of people asking me I should talk about imposter syndrome and this is my take on this so if you feel that you don't deserve your romantic partner or or your friends or family it may be that it is imposter syndrome so you simply um even though we've applied it to the professional setting here uh, people may feel you know people may feel inadequate or not enough you know to be this person's partner or this person's friend or you know may no not feel you know you belong to that family and people are going to find out about you as a matter of time they will expose you and hence you are going to be found out to be a fraud so people who feel this type of syndrome are very very worried that the partner they're dating you know they don't deserve them or they don't even deserve happiness or they don't deserve these people to be in their life and this is usually linked to the fact that they have very low self esteem and they've got all these core beliefs and these core beliefs is what makes them to consider that there's truth deep down in within themselves that they know that what others don't know about them so these beliefs you know tend to override them in their everyday thoughts that there is something that you know but somebody else doesn't know about this so it also um the syndrome is also associated with the lack of self love so you sabotage your romantic relationships because you're worried that this person is not going to love you anyway so you're going to find ways to sabotage your friendships or your or romantic relationships because you want to get out quicker before they find out about you so you might start to think of yourself as a person who is not very deserving you're not uh, you're you're nasty or or you don't have anything you're bringing to this person's life so what you do is you try and cut off yourself before the consequences come and this is all things that you have created in your head so hence you experience a breakdown so because you don't love who you are it's most likely that you've you've got you've you've emotionally blocked off people and we know that um imposter syndrome usually starts in childhood the people who raised you whether your parents were perfectionists or the traumatic experiences that you went through that you do not trust people or you don't want to stay in spaces where you feel safe because you're used to being in chaos so you will find yourself reacting to situations and you stress out about you force yourself 
or your partners to have to do with you. You often feel guilty afterwards or even wondering why they have to bother you or even come and beg you to stay in a relationship. So you, you're better offending the relationship and you're mostly likely that you're going to be needing space for yourself after all this and then making it very difficult for people to debt you. So some of the things that can cause this kind of imposter syndrome is definitely happening in childhood, but also it might happen in adulthood, especially people who have experienced sexual harassment or they might not be able to handle uh, relationships. And it might be that this triggers off some things in them. So others, it could be a combination of hormonal changes or massive pressure they face every day in maybe raising children or raising a young family. And it might be that you're finding that these damaging thoughts try to tell you things like there's no point you being here or people are even actually better without you so it might not happen that you want to actually take your own life but you stay with all these feelings of being a fraud and which in the end bring isolation from loved ones so it's all common for someone to feel that way. And then people who are experiencing imposter syndrome, you might be that you want, might tolerate abuse from people, especially your partner, because you think you're not deserving anyway. They, you know, they can do anything they want from you. You don't want to annoy them and they end up abusing you. So finding support in that type of relationship is very crucial um, so that you can relieve stress from that type of living. Imposter syndrome can, even though it's not a mental health um, uh, situation, it, it is linked to anxiety and depression. And you might find that you need to talk to someone about that. And yes, as a mental health first aider, I'd like to encourage you to talk to maybe a counselor to help you to begin to challenge those thoughts and ideas that start mapping out in your head so that you can start making some changes with your health. So imposter syndrome is common. As I say, I've experienced some of these things, especially in my career. When I started working in very many multidisciplinary teams I could just sometimes feel like I don't belong because I'm thinking that everybody here is more educated than me and then they're going to find out that I didn't go to the good schools or I didn't go to the I didn't get the the right grades or I didn't get this or I didn't get that so we all live in fear but that is usually because of perfectionism and primarily because we we want to do things very perfect and we we demand for we want to think that we want to present ourselves as perfection as perfect but i don't think humans are all perfect so 
because perfectionism is always like our realistic goal we we want to maintain ourselves to meet those standards in in any encounter or relationship so when we know that we've got flaws or we've got things that didn't work out very well for us in our past even though we've worked so hard to get to where we are we start feeling incompetent and not intelligent and not experienced or even not skilled we just want to get out of the room because we feel like we don't fit in but i'm just trying to think that maybe other people are also feeling like that so we are all imposters in one way or the other so maybe when we try to have this honest conversations you might find that somebody feels the same way as you i mean i did have to ask my clinical supervisor about what i felt and this is when i came to know that i was suffering from imposter syndrome so now i know how to handle it because i have to overcome those thoughts i have to challenge those thoughts they do not have to hold me in captivity when i hear them coming I observe them because I do practice mindfulness. I observe them without judgment and I bring myself back to the present moment because my role or my job involves a very big part of helping people and transforming people's lives. So I'm really doing well. I do not have to feel like a fraud. I don't have to feel like a job is going to be taken away from me anytime soon. I just stay there and do my work because when you concentrate on those thoughts it can actually affect your performance and hence you might find that you're not productive at the job so having those feelings of picking up on yourself when you start practicing mindfulness you always bring yourself back into reality you should be able to handle things uh as i say this is not a disease it's just a syndrome that can be managed when you seek the right help or you use um the right resources and information to edu- to educate yourself about this symptom so things that might cause imposter syndrome again it starts from parenting and childhood environment that you grew up in your personality traits if you've got like perfectionist tendencies aside existing mental health symptoms or new responsibilities and it's un- it's not common or it's not uncommon to feel like that when you started a new career you've just been given an academic opportunity at university you've just got married you just got a new job you just got something you'll always feel like you don't fit in so and yet you want the job but you know even if it's your dream job or the same you might worry that you won't measure up to the expectations or the abilities that they require and you won't be able to match your coworkers or your classmates so these feelings may fade as you settle in in your job like mine did fade because i got so familiar with my role and i know what to do now so sometimes though they can get worse 
if you don't pay attention to them, particularly if you fail to receive support. So that validation and encouragement, you need it from either your supervisors or peers to show you that you are not an imposter. So I wish you all the best trying to learn more about this imposter syndrome. And it's worth mentioning as well that imposter syndrome usually affects women. So there's that gender bias and it also affects minority groups of people. You might be that you're working in an environment where you're the only black person or you're the only Asian person. So these things play a significant part in imposter feelings. Um, Women, for example, might feel that they do not belong at the workplace, that they should be home looking after the children. So having that awareness of the bias against your gender or race might lead you to work harder in order to disprove these harmful stereotypes. You're going to start working yourself harder just because you want to prove that you are not a fraudster. You might believe and you have the need to dedicate more effort in your job, but then it might not be seen like with recognition. And yeah, so simple. Be aware of these thoughts. Just be aware of these negative stereotypes so that they do not affect your performance and leading you to fix it about your mistakes and also further doubt your abilities. So report. If it's re- uh, racism or discrimination, you've got to report it very quickly. Just don't leave it like something very subtle or blunt in any way. So you have to make sure that you're helping yourself by reinforcing or seeking guidance on what you're feeling and it's up to you what you intend to do but just making you aware that imposter syndrome can feel very unworthy or imposter feelings just feelings of unworthiness it carries very strong connotations of like grief i'm sorry Uh, deceit and manipulation you know but it's not an illness it's just a syndrome that you can manage yourself so there's a big difference between secretly doubting your abilities and being made to feel as if your identity makes you unworthy of your position or accomplishments uh, this applies to in marriage, not only in work settings. So I'm talking about this interchangeably. Do you feel like you are doubting your beauty? You're doubting your skills and wisdom you're bringing to the table in the marriage? Or are you being made to feel that your beauty or identity, you are unworthy compared to the other partner? So, imposter syndrome is especially felt by people of color, but particularly women of color. 
And this is very, very important to note that these feelings should not prevent you from seeking promotion at workplace. It shouldn't pre prevent you from attaining your academic uh, education. Uh, you can do everything you put your head onto. And by reducing these feelings, you can go ahead and be successful in your own career. So imposter syndrome is just a feeling that you are experiencing. But even though on the inside it may feel like it is very effective or it is very impactful you can seek support and help you to explore the next step so stop feeling like a fraud stop working harder just to fit in stop working too much just to change your self-image you can't change you can't be living fake life all the time so identify all these things try and build connections with people who are going to be telling you about how good you are challenge your doubts avoid comparing yourself to other people and the bottom line success doesn't require perfection true perfection is practically impossible for anybody so failing to achieve it doesn't make you a fraud or anything like you know many people haven't made it in life so offer yourself kindness and compassion instead of judging yourself and having that self-doubt so you can help yourself to have a, a realistic perspective and to motivate yourself to pursue you know growth and transformation like you're doing by listening to this podcast so i go in and grow myself in any area that I feel that I am struggling with. I am someone who goes to research and or even speak to someone. So overcoming these feelings of unworthiness or perceived fraudulence, it's very, very empowering because what you're doing in the end is you're addressing anxiety, depression, and other emotional distresses. So challenge the way you deal with your beliefs and challenge and reframe your mindset. I hope this helps. It did help me when I knew about it. Now it's no longer affecting me. Remember, conscious awareness about a problem prevents it from becoming dangerous to you. So take care of yourself and thank you for listening. Bye.